Well, good morning and happy. You know what? I was going to tell you it's National Lasagna Day, but screw that. It is SUNY Lee Day. <laughs> I just decided. Uh, okay. I was going to say it's National Lipstick Day. I know that because uh, Sephora is having a special on all their lipsticks today. Um, and we all need lipstick after wearing masks for 18 months, but now we have to wear masks again. So you decide what you're going to do. <laughs> I kind of think National SUNY Lee Day is a little happier than both of those options. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it is Thursday, July 29th. Hey, I'm Tommy McFly. I'm Kelly Collis. We love D.C. Kelly's a hug-hating, lifelong Washingtonian who loves her Washington Nationals. She's a mom, a wife, always honest, funny, and sometimes a little bitter. Oh, is it my turn, Tommy? <laughs> As I was saying. <laughs> Everybody loves Tommy. He's from Scranton, Pennsylvania. He's got two dogs and a husband. You'll see them all over his Instagram. And if you just ask him about the time... He spent Easter at the White House. Because I was the first person in American history to host the White House Easter egg roll. Thanks, Obama. I'll be in the Smithsonian someday. Don't hold your breath, Tommy. But seriously, we're so glad that you're here because you probably love Washington. Like, we love Washington. Matter of fact, we even had a radio show about how much we love Washington for quite some time. We bring people together, created awesome community moments around D.C., and have been invited to and asked to leave some of the most interesting spots in the nation's capital. We're so glad that you're listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoy some really fun headlines from D.C. and beyond. That was a lot. Let's get started. you seen us before we got started. We are recording this around 9 a.m. on Thursday the 29th. And Kelly was like plugging this thing into that thing to pull up the app to go to the thing to put an antenna on the roof to try to stream the Olympics. And we watched it happen live. This is awesome. Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't get to see her performance. But I, I, I did learn over Twitter that Suni Lee did win the gold medal in the all-around gymnastics, female, of course, female gymnastics, uh, which is amazing. That continues mm -hmm. the streak. Um, but we also are learning, though, that Jade, who came in for Simone Biles, did not medal, but she gave an incredible performance and something she should be very proud of. So way to go, ladies. Like yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. We mentioned this earlier, but like, could you imagine the pressure of being not just like an alternate and being having like ready to go, but then also like having a good. Oh, hey, by the way, you're not in for Simone Biles. Go get him, Jade. <laughs> and just like way to go for her to be able to just do it. Yeah, it, it's incredible. I mean, these girls, they're they're champions well before they get to the Olympics. I mean, they've been training for this all their lives and have been competing. So I think they're up for the the task. So it'll be interesting to continue to cheer on the team because it's it's kind of like this is just the beginning. Yeah, there's a lot more cheering to go. And uh, a very good morning to everybody, you know, who supported Simone Biles and a thumbs down to all the bloated old men who have had bad things to say about Simone Biles. I know. I know. Uh, let's talk about Katie Ledecky. Yes. Because it's always a great topic. To talk about. She's, she's incredible. So a couple days ago she had did the, the, the first female ever swim of the 1500 meter. And of course she uh, got gold medal and actually she got out of the pool, toweled off, 
got something to drink and waited for everyone else to finish. <laughs> it was pretty incredible. She won by like five seconds, which is swimming is kind of incredible. Um, I mean, did you see that race? <laughs> no, but I was following you. I was like, oh yeah. And then, oh yeah. And, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, it was incredible to see her uh, get that um, medal. And, and then of course uh, the, the USA also got silver and blanking on her name. But anyways, she got silver in the 1500 too. And this is just so incredible because this race, women had not, this is the first ever that women did this distance. It's been a men's race for a long time. Um, but to go that, that 1500 meter, that's the longest one. That's, that's brutal. Yeah. Um, we're going to see her, uh, Tommy. Sorry, I, I bounced that around. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to see her again in the 400. Um, well, she got the gold in the 400 relay silver with her team yesterday. And then again, uh, starting this weekend is the 800 meter, which will be her final race. And she will meet up again with her Australian, um, I guess they're friends, friendly competitors. I think they're nemesises because like your nemesis, you need to exist. It's like the Batman Joker thing. For sure. The Australian is her Joker. Okay. She's obviously um, Batman. So we're going to be cheering her on. And then, and then Kayla Decky is done. Um, and with a lot of these Olympians, they, um, they need to, when their competition is over, they need to exit the dance floor and head home. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure there'll be some sort of welcoming of her as she returns back to uh, the DC area. Also happening today, Phoebe Bacon from Arlington. Yeah. She nailed her heat. Her, she is 200 meter backstroke. So she is going to the uh, final rounds. And I tried to figure out what day and time that was. I, I don't know. I Good need luck. a special degree in Olympic programming because totally. I just got like lost in the app. But it's coming soon. <laughs> I have an alert on Twitter on the NBC uh, Olympics account because it's just like, oh, someone won. Oh, someone won. Oh, like it just so at least like I, I'm, I'm trying to find out when they're happening live. But apparently I can say into my remote, like play the Olympics. And that happens sometimes. It's all it's all over the map. Yeah. There's, so, there's a lot going on. Um, I got to chat with Phoebe Bacon's mom at Stone Ridge because that's where Phoebe went. And that's also where Katie Ledecky went. And um, she's just like the nicest lady. And just I love to see this happen. Like big family. Phoebe Bacon's got like three siblings and her mom was just the coolest. Yeah. She's like, what do you want to know? I was like, well, a lot. <laughs> I can't imagine being a parent to it. it. A, a, like a competitor in sports like my when my son played in the little league like little championship when he was like seven i was dying I, so I, that. I, I can't imagine what it's like <laughs> at this level and they and the parents can't be with the with their kids and be in the stadium they, they have to cheer from stateside so yeah i mean making it more intense she had a really good um outlook on it she's like i'm fine because no one could go she's like if <laughs> if like 10 people could go and I wasn't one of the 10, I'd be like freaking out. She's like, but no one can go. So I'm like, kind of, she's, okay, you so know, like, I guess you don't have that much FOMO if there's no one to mow. <laughs> she's, over. she's in good company. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's a lot of sports stuff to get to. We also have to talk about out of town mosquitoes and helicopters and a, a Rockville institution coming back after like a three year hiatus and a fire, but let's stick with the sports stuff because it's, it's, there's a lot happening to our, yeah. to our DC peeps. All right. I think I'll start with the bad news first. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yesterday, where do you want well, to start? Well, let's start with the Nats. So yesterday we learned that Trey Turner um, has uh, COVID. And then what was really weird seeing happen, I was watching this on Twitter, is that um, 
the Nats were getting ready to play in Philadelphia. They obviously miss Turner. They had to call up uh, Luis Garcia from the uh, minors to come up. He didn't get to the stadium in time. So the Nats didn't come out to warm up at bat. And everyone's like, what's going on? And then Davey Martinez comes out and says, uh, we have 11 people in the organization that have COVID. So we don't have enough players to play today. A Casey at the bat scenario. I told you this could happen at some point. That's why everyone wears jerseys to the game. They might put you in. Uh, well, here's the thing, though. They have to follow now more protocols because it's 11 people. And then that those 11 people touch. Yeah. The game is set to be scheduled at 11 o'clock today. Um, Max Scherzer uh, is supposed to pitch. We're also keeping our eyes on that um, because not only has he been injured, but there's a lot of talk about him being traded today. Do we know so, that Max doesn't have COVID? Right, because everyone's Max, like, "Oh, if Max doesn't show up, like, bah, he's no, no, no." Max, it. Max was on the Max was in the stadium yesterday. Okay, he's clear. reporter saw him, um, but the game is at eleven. We're recording here at nine a.m. We'll we'll know shortly. Um, this could be his last day of pitching as a Nats for the time being. So I'm out of pocket starting at eleven. Just so you know, <laughs> it's Scherzer day. This is just too much stress. A little bit of stress. I mean, this is just it's it's just too much. I, right. This is why. If you bought a Zim jersey years ago, you bet right. Congratulations. Way to go. I know. Well, okay. So then let's talk about the good news. Okay. As expected, Ovechkin re-signed with the Caps. This is so cool. He got a nice big fat contract, 47, over 47 million over the next five years. So a couple of things to break down here. <laughs> that is through the 2026 season. That means he would wow. have been with the Caps for 20 years great i Insane. love it and also there is an there is an eye on breaking that gretzky goal of getting over 894 goals in his career which is what the gretzky record is okay. just to break it down ovechkin's at 730 okay he needs to have an average of 33 per year in order to beat gretzky i did the math this morning okay and there's an average of what like 60 games a season i think well, I think season. I think it's better to look at his um, average goals per season. I think last year he got forty. Great. So it's doable. Yes. And while he's younger, let's 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 go above the average <laughs> while he's younger, so we can just coast on into the record. Yeah. So it's kind of incredible. That's They're doing amazing. A, a big old press conference, and this is one of the silver linings of the pandemic because Ovi's in Russia. And of course, the rest of uh, the the manager and Ted Leonsis is here in D.C. and they're all going to do a big Zoom call for the media today. So we're going to hear Ovechkin in his own words talk about what it means to him to resign later today, which is really cool. I love that. I'm really happy to hear that. Like, you know, I complain about sports and like people being sold for parts all the time. So I'm really glad that like (laughs) we got Ovi. He's going to be here for five more years. We can all now emotionally invest in Mr. Ovechkin. Yes. And then in the weird news, and I'm not going to get into the weeds, and I, Tommy, this is going to make your head kind of explode. Okay. One final story with the Caps. So the Kraken had their draft. That's the new team out in Seattle. Yes. And they drafted one of the Caps goalies, Vinicek. And this when a new team comes on, they can be like the Avengers and like pick superheroes <laughs> from everywhere. Yep. And I believe he was a Kraken for a couple days because the caps just re-signed him uh, a couple days ago and uh, he is back with the caps. What? So again, it has to do that. The Kraken then signed Grubauer for a long-term contract and then they had too many goalies and then they were like, we got this guy, he's ready to trade and the caps were up for it and they brought, they're bringing him back to DC. 
Well, what a waste of a plane ticket. <laughs> well, it's, not, it's not very, it's not very carbon neutral, Kraken. You're in like that, that whole like Jeff Bezos, like environmental friendly arena. Stop flying players around the country no, and fly around the country. I don't think that happened though, Tommy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think, what, the environmental arena or they flew him? I don't think that he got flown. Yeah. Oh, even better then. Great. Yeah. Way, to, way to keep it sustainable. <laughs> So uh, there, there, there you have it. There's your your sp- sports moment. There's a lot happening. Wow. I mean, as we hit the dog days of summer in August, they say nothing happens in D.C. in August. That is not true in the sports world. No, that's not true anymore in D.C. in August. It's a news dump. Everyone's like, hey, if no one's looking. Here's blah, all the terrible things. <laughs> that's what happens in August. Are you kidding me? I mean, this is the time to be hypervigilant. Next thing you know, they're going to trade Screech. Jesus. No, I hope not. <laughs> I mean, if we get gritty, I'm kind of okay with it. I don't think gritty's up for change. He's all Philadelphia. I don't think he flies here in DC. He's very divisive. He's got a long-term contract. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, some good news, the uh, Rockville, common North Bethesda, depending on what you call your geography, one of the landmarks, um, it's coming back. Hank Deedle reopens. This is like this is the epitome of a dive bar, mm-hmm. um, and this has been in in Rockville for like a hundred years. And then a couple years ago, it burned down, and um, they weren't sure if they could reopen. I mean, this is this is pre pandemic. Um, they had a lot of community support, a lot of fundraising. They're able to reopen, and they're reopening Ooh. up on Friday. Um, so that's really cool. They uh, obviously it's been all renovated. Um, the grand opening is a concert that is sold out because it also has got a fundraising element to it. Um, but I encourage everybody to check it out. I I have not been there in a long time, but I have spent um, some interesting evenings there. In your early twenties, in my in my earlier days, um, and what you, I, the um, Bethesda Magazine did a story on it. I didn't realize this. It was the first bar in Montgomery County to receive a liquor license after the prohibition. So the license, the alcohol license number, is zero zero one. That's amazing. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So it's been around for one hundred and two years. It's cute that Montgomery County at one point thought there'd only be a thousand liquor licenses too. No, no, a hundred because it's zero zero one. Right, but when only, you, you could have nine hundred ninety nine. That's true, right? But yeah. like, even even still, like, hey, did you? To prohibition, people were kind of excited to go to bars again. Yeah, but I think when it opened up in a hundred in whatever nineteen twenty something. There's cows like next door to it. That's like, that's true. Like Chevy Chase was the suburbs. So right. yeah, that's true. That's yeah, you're right. You had to take a wagon or something to get out there. Totally. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I, I had never been there and I lived in North Bethesda when it was called Rockville. When I first moved to town, I'd never gone. Uh, but I, I was blown away when it burned down just the like hysterics and like the sadness from people. And like, it was like one of those places that you probably hadn't gone in forever, but you had such great memories of. Yep. I Just wonder like how family like, owned and yeah, like so. I wonder how Harry Harry Dito like 2.0 does if people like have that nostalgia and they're like, oh, it, I missed it and it burned down last time, so now I want to go like be part of it, or is it, is it just like a nice to have kind of thing? I don't know. People are supporting restaurants more than ever, so hopefully mm-hmm. they'll they'll get a nice little bump from that. I love to see it. That's awesome. Yes, it's very Would, cool. is that Grosvenor Metro or is it like mm-hmm. medical? That's not medical center. Is it White Flint? How how would one get there? I don't know. Go down if Rockville was, Pike and turn left. If one was trying to transition from a Rockville bar story to a Metro story. <laughs> I, don't, 
uh, I typically don't take the Metro, so I have no idea. Get off at Grosvenor, get a lift. Okay. <laughs> Your turn. I want you want to talk about the Metro wedding? Oh, okay. That's what you were trying to do? Yeah. Okay. All right. I was going to give you, I've been talking so much. I was going to give you a, a turn to, to, to talk. You got the You got the front half. I got the back half. We're good to go. All right. Okay. Do it to do. Um, the DC, yeah. So the DCS is reporting this and this is just so crazy. I, I, this couple, God bless them. They did an entire wedding based on the Metro. Was the groom 20 minutes late? But I'm bumped. I don't know. I'll be here all because week. I, I literally was seeing the photos of this and I got a little sick to my stomach. They were really cute. I mean, it was all like Metro signs on the table and, you know, they had um, name cards that had that looked like the, the fair cards, the Metro Aww. fair tickets. Um, they got everything apparently on Etsy. They had different uh, Metro stops based on like where they spent time together and where their first date was and all this other stuff. That's cute. So it's like part of their story. It's yeah. I mean, look, the Metro should be like giving these guys like free passes for life because the Metro has not gotten this much great press in a long time. Can't afford to give them free passes for life. (laughs) That's true. But way to go! Really cute. They they got married in Alexandria. Good for them. So um, I didn't read the article, and I will. It's a DCS, and we'll put a link in the show notes. But did they say Kelly like why the Metro? Like, is that just how they? met and they, saw each other and um, bounced around they 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 thought it was very washington and they love dc and they wanted to find a way to give a nod to the city that they love that's really cool yeah yeah very cool yeah look at that love for love for this area comes in many forms i know i think it would have been really cool if like they could have like replicated like an escalator or something but i guess that's <laughs> probably outside of the budget <laughs> yeah, you could just call it stairs gosh i don't really hate metro that much it's just easy jokes i'm sorry (laughs) low-hanging fruit tommy totally totally um so you may have noticed that the mosquitoes are back yay but uh there was a really interesting story that wtop had that it's not the dc mosquitoes that are the problem it's the out-of-town mosquitoes that we got to worry about okay so there are two kinds of mosquitoes that are plaguing our town slash swamp slash whatever you want to call us. And with all the rain we've had, there's like rainwater setting, which mosquitoes love. It's like club med for mosquitoes. Like they go and like hang out they, and get crazy. They can reproduce in like a drop of water. Yes. It's wild. And so um, any standing water, you should tip it out or whatever. But the like native to the DC area mosquitoes are like, they're called like night biters. So they bite at like in the morning and dusk like dusk and dawn is when you like get attacked by them you should have the whole day to move about the world without being bitten but there's an invasive species um according to the university of maryland that uh comes from asia and it's called the tiger mosquito and that's the little bugger that bites you in the afternoon (laughs) that's the one we have major mosquito issues near where we live and it's the tiger mosquito that bites all the time and it's it's it literally does kind of look like a tiger when you see it. It's like it almost looks a little furry, Ooh. and that's the one that can reproduce in a drop of water. That's the other issue. So like, mm. li- think about it, like all the places that you can have water in just like your backyard. Yep. I mean, in planters, in like my daughter's bike was outside and out back. Like it, there's a little, she has a little basket. We always have to dump that out when it rains. Oh. In a little you know, dewdrop in a dog yeah. bowl. How romantic. You can reproduce in a drop of water. That's impressive. 
<laughs> what? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but just know that it's the DC mosquitoes are polite. They only bite in the morning and the afternoon. It's the Asian tiger mosquito that's a little sob that you got to worry about. Mosquito squad. I just wanted to tell you, yeah. like these are the things you should know that these that these out of town mosquitoes are giving DC mosquitoes a bad rap. Oh, here, this is, I'll tell you this, uh, Andrea, she says her husband is like candy to mosquitoes, but they don't like her. Mm -hmm. I have the same problem with my husband. I will, I will be outside for 10 minutes and be like ravished by mosquitoes and he'll be right next to me. Nothing. Hmm. Is it like, 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 they're afraid of it or what? No, they, they like my blood or my smell better and they don't bite him. Are there things you can, if you eat more garlic or more of this or more that, is that? Well, they say not to wear like scented lotion or any perfume, but yeah, um, I, I don't know, but I, I'm glad I'm not alone on that. Andrea, you're lucky. You're the one that's not bitten. Perhaps Kelly, you should um, try some things like maybe having wine in your system will keep the mosquitoes away. <laughs> that doesn't work either. <laughs> you would have known if that yes. was the case. Yes. So um, this next story, I feel like is um, specifically for you, Kelly, but anybody else who um, has noticed this might be interested. The helicopter traffic over our fair city has gotten a little bit redonkulous. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy, especially like before. I mean, not because of what's going on, what was going on at the by the Capitol, but up near where I live, near the vice president's um, residency. It was crazy, and it was apparently like training exercises because they had like new helicopters or something, and it, we would hear it constantly. That was some chopper helicopter sound that Kelly grabbed. And it looked like, from the, from the view of it, it looked like a Marine One style helicopter. Over and back. And so now, Washingtonian is reporting that the Department of Defense says that they're studying the height with which helicopters can fly over and around the district. So this is really interesting, at least to people who, you know, maybe you're on the Potomac and you see like all these choppers up and down the Potomac super low and just like all of this helicopter traffic and also into like Arlington County, which is why D.C. adjacent Congressman Byer got involved and asked the um, Pentagon, like, what's up with that? Mm -hmm. And uh, could they go a little higher? And so they're looking into this and um, the Army, Marine, the Army, the Marines and the Air Force have reported about 20,000 helicopter trips um, over and around D.C. in 2020 alone. Yeah, I, bl- I believe it. And um, they're kind of trying to figure out a solution as it seems. But the Department of Defense was like, yeah, totally. We can fly higher. However, there's airport traffic and there's all of these other commercial vehicles that come in. So therefore, if the helicopters go higher, it makes it not safe, makes it less safe for everybody in the sky. And so they're trying to find a solution around it. But the the it just I think it's worth noting that you're not crazy. If you're like it's really loud helicopterness around here, you're not it, it is true. At some points, at some points over the Potomac. Helicopters can fly no higher than 200 feet above sea level. Makes sense. That's that's less than half of the Washington Monument. <laughs> yes. 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 So there you go. Things, I, the more you the, know. The thing is, we're used to it living by the observatory because that's a lot of times how the, not just this administration, any administration gets mm-hmm. from point A to point B. Um, it's just that it, it was like, five or six times a day, every single day. And I live in a 1920s home. Um, 
and the whole house will shake. Shake, rattle, and roll. <laughs> yes. So that will be interesting to see what happens. Although I feel like it's been a lot less lately. But Imagine what the folks at the Russian embassy thought. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, is, this, is it more than it used to be? Because right. <laughs> there seems to be a lot of that going on right now. Surveillance. <laughs> Um, also, if you're on the Potomac, you can kind of tell like what we, you and I went and had drinks, um, at Opachina on the roof and we were seeing like the coast guard fly through. And then they, you see the, um, the air force and we're like, Oh, Biden's definitely moving. And you, you know, if you've lived here long enough, you know, like what starts to happen before Marine one comes in yep. and then the three card Monty of Marine one goes out. Yep. So it's, it, that was like interesting. And the wharf is like a great spot. Like if you want to see helicopters real close. Um, go to a rooftop and just like they fly at eye level. It's wild. Yeah. Yep. At any given time. Mm -hmm. Just another an another um feature of living here. Yes, that and trying to like when you start to see a motorcade form, and again, since I live so close by, like you see them that the cops come, the DC cops come every block, and they're just kind of hanging out. And when you see that, a motorcade is coming. Yes. So you have a couple choices. You can take your chances and hope that you're in front of it <laughs> and just like go like Indiana Jones, like, yes. the, like the boulder coming behind you. And sometimes the secret service will see as you get closer to where the motorcade start, will see your sense of desperateness and let you go through. Totally. <laughs> but if you're, if you're putzing along, they're like, yeah, you're not going to make it before, you know, whoever the VIP needs to come through. It's, that's another rite of passage in D.C., right? I wonder what kind of excuses they've heard, right? I wonder if, like, someone's ever rolled down the window and been like, I have to poop. <laughs> Secret Service is like, quick, go now, quick now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they've heard it all, though. <laughs> yeah, and, and they're not um, off the clock. They're lovely, but on the clock, they're not a real jokey bunch. So, <laughs> Yeah, they take their job pretty seriously. I'm not even sure I've got a poop is going to work for that. <laughs> no. Maybe giving birth to a child. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she's in the labor in the back seat she's good. Yes. please hurry up that would they would probably help yes <laughs> so um another i'm not going to call it a landmark per se but it's been around for more than 100 years and it's going to get a rebrand a big uh i would call it an l in the w column the w hotel in downtown dc as early as next month is going to no longer be the w hotel hmm and it was at one point the Hotel Washington, which was also where I learned about hotel auctions. Because when it closed, they were like, hey, come on in and buy stuff. Mm -hmm. I didn't buy anything, but I walked all the steps and there was no air conditioning and they had not touched a thing in there since the uh, New Year's party. And I went in there in the middle of summer. So there was there was some uh, remnants of New Year's that had been hanging out for seven months. Mm, right. <laughs> Yeah. And so the uh, W took it over from then and they did all this work to it. Um, and since 2007, it's been the W. They just did a $50 million renovation to it. And the Washington Business Journal says that basically the investment company that owns the hotel has sold the property. And then the new owners um, who are based in California have decided that they want to manage the hotel as an independent and cut ties from Marriott. So Marriott owns W brand. Therefore, the W would not be part of this hotel. Okay. Well, hopefully they'll still keep the roof deck. That's uh, yeah. Like so iconic. I feel like so. And they just did a $50 million renovation. So I imagine like they're not going to tear the carpet up. They're going to probably <laughs> like change some like the W signs and that sort of thing. But that's well, like wild. 
And they got to keep up the hotel wash because they kept the hotel Washington um, sign up too at the W. That's right. That's yeah. right. Because although the, the renovation is quite like W <laughs> when you go in there, so maybe yeah. they'll maybe they'll paint some walls over if they're not going to be quite that lot of a of a I brand. I wonder what it will be. I know, I know. If it's going to be like an independent thing, what that even means? Is it closed now? No. So the um, from what I understand from the Business Journal article, it's going to just basically roll over roll over and then like one day it's not going to be called the w anymore obviously they have to like unscrew some signs and stuff so there might be a little <laughs> bit of a transition period but they're saying this is supposed to happen in august huh. yeah yeah it's wild and so um uh, actually uh washingtonian has a or the business journal has an article uh, has a, a quote from marriott that says we're disappointed that the new owners of the wdc have decided to run the hotel as an independent we wish them the best in the next chapter of this storied property. Hmm. It's a very like, we wish you well in your future endeavors. Because <laughs> I'm sure that property did pretty well for them. Totally. And they just put $50 million into renovating it. Yeah, but maybe they take that out at the sale of the property. I don't know anything about it. But me either. But just... <laughs> as someone who's beginning to price out a kitchen remodel. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> Trying to schedule it for 2023. <laughs> start start saving your pennies. Not sure if my kitchen's going to be remodeled before Ovi is done, but we're going to hopefully, <laughs> it could be close. Ovi may break Gretzky's record before I get a new sink. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening and getting involved. Any of our past episodes, bring us with you. Maybe you're going on vacation. My goodness, I don't know what's more relaxing than us in your ear on vacation. You can follow mm-hmm. our podcast, subscribe, and please, Give us a five-star review, even if you believe we don't earn it. We'll see you next time.